Welcome back to another episode of Sorry About Your Feelings. And by your, I mean your, because we spell it weird. (laughs) We're here tonight with the boys and yours truly, the one and only motherfucking ice queen. How was, how was, how was your Thanksgiving, boys? Oh, my. Tasty. My Thanksgiving was, uh, was pretty good. Food was good. Uh, hung out with family. You know, the extended family, otherwise known as Bizzle, he was there. Ooh. That's me. Yeah. It's your family at this point, I think. I, it's like, I'm like Olive Garden. Everybody's yeah. I, wherever, family? Yeah, wherever I go. Oh. Like, <laughs> I'm family. That's excellent. That was better than mine. I puked my guts out all day and pissed out of my asshole with food poisoning. I think I think we need that some more detail on that. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody wants any more. No, no, no like the, the, the give us the preface that led up to that event. Oh, on Black Wednesday in the afternoon, I wanted sushi because our very own Dimples and I had been talking about getting sushi on Friday. But I was like, I'm not going to wait till Friday. I'll just get sushi twice this week. So I ordered some takeout sushi. It seemed fine. Um, the place has good reviews. I'd never gotten it from there before, but it had like 4.8 out of five stars and like a thousand reviews. So I was like, that's solid. Sounds legit. Yeah. Um, they did have a special of buy one, get one free spicy tuna rolls. Ooh. And I think that's what it was. So Cause I got, I got spicy tuna rolls. I got a Philly roll, but it was smoked salmon. So that should not give me food poisoning. That's cooked. I had a California roll, which is not real fish. That's fake crab stick. And um, then I got some Nigri rolls and her hand, you know, like nigiri pieces. And the nigiri, I fed little pieces of it to the kitten and she was fine. So I think it, I didn't give her any spicy tuna because it. I didn't think she should have spicy. Are you trying to say nigiri? Nigiri. <laughs> that, it sounds like, <laughs> that, oh, that sounds like something Is else. Is it nigiri? <laughs> it's nigiri. I have always said nigiri. Well, I want to let you know I think you're wrong. Um, I will, I would venture to guess that it was the spicy tuna as well, because from what I'm told and what I've heard is that the spicy tuna, because they can flavor it and they can change it. Um, it's usually the stuff that's about ready to turn. Yeah. And the buy one, get one free. Yeah. yeah. So that stuff was probably bad like a day or two prior. And they were just like, we got to unload this stuff. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, it's a risk you always take when eating raw fish. Like, I'm not mad about it, but I did not feel good. Given that it was sushi, I was going to ask if it was like some Uber that picked it up or like Uber Eats guy that just it was also Uber Eats gas station. He could have just gotten it from like a gas station. (laughs) Oh, he definitely didn't get it from a gas station, but I'm not gonna lie. I've had gas station sushi. I've had definitely like jewel like grocery store sushi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So. Yeah, I, in a typical Thanksgiving there, Ice Queen, what would have been the thing or the side dish? Not the main course, but the side dish that you would normally look forward to the most. Green bean casserole. Hell yeah. Okay. Now, how is the green bean casserole typically made? Is it like 100%, you know, from scratch? Or like is it the cream of mushroom soup that you put in it? No, it's from the Campbell's. Okay, camp. that's all. I'm, that's what I'm asking. Is it like? Yeah. Is it the no. the you know the cheater way? So no, I mean I don't know if I'd call it the cheater way, but yes, there's some things that I have learned making green bean casserole over the years. Like you should not use fresh green beans, and this I don't think you should use frozen technically either. I think canned green beans are the way to go. Can's legit. I like to go with the French green beans personally. Yes, agreed. Yeah, and then, um, but sometimes I will do some like zhuzhing it up of different things, like not just cream of mushroom. I'll like add some extra seasonings and different things, and or different some extra stuff, and then always like French's crispy fried onions on top. Although yeah. I do also really enjoy it. my older sister makes a like sweet potato casserole that's really good with like a it's like almost like a like a creme brulee type top with pecans on it. That's really good, but it is okay. not like for me, every, every major get together, it's green bean. Cat. That's like my goat, like my favorite. Cause I only make it for big events. Like I never mm-hmm. make a little green bean casserole for my house. 
I am I'm with you on this as uh, my my favorite side dish is actually the green bean casserole, but I hate mushrooms. So really? yeah, I do. I absolutely hate mushrooms. It's the like the weird part is if it's in something and I don't see it and I don't recognize it, I can't tell that they're there. But it's it's a it's a one hundred percent mental game with me. Is it a texture thing? No, it's the fact that I'm eating a fungus. Like it's it's one hundred percent mental. It's not even the texture. It's just no. Like if I, as soon as I see it, like I could eat something and I could be halfway done realizing that I've eaten mushrooms and I'm like ah fuck it. But like after that, I pick them out because it's just like ew. You know they're there. Yeah. So have you ever had psychedelic mushrooms? No. Would you? Yes, probably. Like, would I need to like mince them up and put them in a cookie though? Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Do that? Yeah. You've I, never eaten mushrooms like that? I've never had any mushrooms. What? We're totally doing yeah. mushrooms. We were supposed to do them in the woods and then. Oh, yeah, got too yeah, drunk. yeah. So, oh, I was going to say party pooper friend. Yeah. So that's so typically so, but so my sister makes it. So they did, my sisters did Thanksgiving at their place. That's typically where, where we do it. Um, they do it with cream of chicken soup, which. Uh, isn't as bad or cream of potato. I've done it with that. That's not as bad either. I like to cream throw, of celery. I like to throw a cream of celery in, like yeah. with stuff. Like I'll do two cream of mushroom and one cream of celery okay. or something because that gives it that's some that's nice flavor. So that's that's like my typical like that's my favorite side. I know as a or Bizzle, what what is your favorite side? Usually my go to is like green bean casserole, but I also like to take like my mashed potatoes and my corn and my gravy and everything and kind of mix them together. Just it's take good, the you know? roll, make a corn. sandwich out of it. Ah, uh, yeah. You have corn. Yeah. Like just yellow corn. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. used to as a kid, but oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, obviously, all those. Like, I don't know. I like it all, but the one thing that has to be present is some good old canned, jellied cranberry sauce. Yeah. Yeah. I do I like get, the jellied uh, cranberries. Yeah, if I don't have that, then I'm kind of like, what the fuck is this? I would actually you know? take jellied cranberries over real cranberries any day. That's that's how my, At my family was. At Thanksgiving. That's how my family was. We we did like like my sister makes her own and then I always do like there's always canned for me and my son. And that's always been the case. Like I always choose the canned over it. Then I don't know, Bizzle, did you try any of the jello? Yeah, I did. So the the my my aunt did this, and she used to make green Jello and just use Sprite. Yeah. So that like that was one thing that we always did. Um, Your sister told me it was ginger ale in this one. Ooh, okay. That's uh, I didn't actually have it. I could see that. Uh, I've like never tried it. Cake. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, it what fucked. Else? What else is? There? Although as a kid, I like I I'm always a fan of stuffing. Um, like Stouffer's is is good. Uh, Stouffer's or not Stouffer, stove, stove top. top. Stove top is good. Um, and then, but like as a kid when I was younger, my aunt used to do make like a meat stuffing, like that was cooked oh. with the meat dressing. Yeah, that was in it was, the turkey. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, it was like good in small doses of it, but it was it was it was really good. I mean, that's the, and then and then as a kid again, my favorite. Did dessert. she put it in later? No, I, I don't. I don't know how. I never like. I was like the last time I had it I was like fourteen, so that's it, a few Such years ago. A fucking food hazard. <laughs> I don't know what I think it was a turkey. I don't know what it was. Um, maybe they did put it in afterwards. I have no idea. But so as I was getting it, favorite dessert that I would always look forward to. I always considered like cranberry sauce as a dessert, but as a kid, Vianetta. We brought this up, and Vianetta is is back. However. Dimples brought it up and she's like, it's it doesn't taste the same. And I was like, that's because it was originally brought by Briars and now it's a good humor. And I just think Briars is a better quality ice cream. So that's just my opinion. But I mean you get the good humor like bars. Those things are legit. Yeah. What's a good humor? Which one's a good humor bar? Those are the ones that have like the fucking they're either strawberry and they've got like the little oh, like specks the on the other. Granola answer. crunchy yeah. pieces, like almost or you got like the a chocolate ones. crunchy. Yeah, those are good. Can you buy those at the store or only from a truck? I think you can buy them at the store. How do you mm. think the trucks get them? They get them from the store. And then I don't they think you can. Them, you, can't, them around. you can't buy everything that you get on an ice cream truck at a store. Whoa. Okay. Apparently, 
good I I did a little research right quick and good humor is a good humor slash Briars brand. Okay. <laughs> but is it a different is <laughs> it could be a different quality level? Uh maybe. True. Is this going to be like the Disney um Nomeo and Juliet conversation? <laughs> no, I think it's more more along the lines of like Chevy and GMC. They're basically the same, but there's diff it's it's different. It's a Chevy. Because at that point, it's just different branding doesn't always make sense. Like, if I could get Briars Vanilla and Good Humor Vanilla, I think I'm going to go with, and for the same price, I'd go with Briars. But there's got to be something different about it, yeah, unless it's a placebo effect of the, the actual branding. The branding and the, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't think that's the case for Chevy and GMC. Speaking of I Chevy, I've heard Chevy Chase is an asshole. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And ADD moment for the episode. Thanks, there, Bizzle. We need to have like I don't know a, if it's true, we need to have a sound effect for that so that you can just add it afterwards. <laughs> Beep, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll work on that, or I can get that eventually. Get that soundboard that would make things. Yeah, the dry. It easier. needs to be well, like on my other podcast, we have when somebody like we need to change the subject or something. It goes like pew pew pew, <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. the same kind of thought process I have every time. Every time Biz does a, ran- a random side ADD moment. Yeah. yeah. Just go, what the fuck? So, all right. So that's... that's we the- do have a sound bite that goes like, what? It's <laughs> kind of the, the holiday stuff. We've had a lot of uh, court cases go over the last couple of weeks. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse was mm-hmm. found innocent. Um, and I, I urge anybody who hasn't actually watched the case... To go watch some of it because there were still articles after the fact um, that were saying that uh, the 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 protests were due to like and this is this is legit like this didn't even go about the trial that the, there were news articles that were saying that Jacob Blake was killed and that's why the riots were happening he was shot he wasn't killed but those were like major publications pushing that out there. There were also publications saying that he went out there and killed black people. He he didn't. So it's kind of like if you haven't watched the trial, go watch part of it. Go go go. Actually, like don't 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 take secondhand knowledge from it um, because you're you're develop your own opinion from what was del- you know gone over at the trial. In my opinion, that's probably the best way to look at this situation. This was a very heated one. Well, it was never meant to be one what do you mean uh from the like he was always going to win that was the the prosecutors did not take help from federal help that was offered to them like from the u.s attorneys and stuff they denied it they were idiots on all accounts that judge didn't give a flying fuck from day one it was the charges I mean, the judge is... Yeah, he's just there to sentence, but like yeah, he... Well, no, he's he's impartial. He's just there to keep the peace and make sure everything is done to the letter of the law. Yeah, but and I feel like he's a judge that's like on his way out who just doesn't... Like, he did not want to be a part of that, I don't feel like. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to be a part of that at the end I mean, of my career major, either. I, he also had death threats against him, which is kind of fucked. Like, the I judge mean, and some of the jurors and the defense. Of course they did. Um, and I mean, but just like the whole thing, the way they did the charges, charges that were obviously not able to be shown with any proof because the proof wasn't for what the charge, like they should have gone for lesser charges that weren't as, um, headline catching just for headline's sake manslaughter and that's that's part of the i think that's part of the problem that with this case specifically is that the charges were bought brought forth based on public outrage rather than you know facts because before the charges were even brought up there was about a month in between where video was video evidence was circulating all these different things well yeah just the way that social i mean a lot of that footage was from Social media stuff, like stuff right. that was out and in the, the public. And the crazy part is that there were federal drones flying around the area. The feds Why were in the weird? area and did nothing about the shit. There was, there was, there was nothing about the shit. They they weren't prepared. the The feds had no involvement because 
prior to you know getting to that point, the uh, um, you mean in that air in, in that, that area, area that at evening? the time. So they basically not about turned the Rittenhouse trial. Per yeah, se. they turned. Okay. Yeah, they turned like to the leading up to it. The events that led to the trial is the federal government offered aid and and you know troops, and it was all turned down. So when oh, I was not talking about that. I was talking about in the case oh, itself. Yeah, but in yes. the case there was there was drone evidence that was used that was turned from the feds over, and that's actually one of those things that actually was one of the big issues. Um, the drone footage that the prosecution had was different than what they turned over to the defense. It was actually an altered video and it was it was changed and it was given to the defense and this is one of those things that came up as a, was, as a thing. It was given to them as a lower res file. So they were given a And then they had yeah, they the were defense given was the... given a 480p file and they were like here you go. So it's all blurry and shitty, you know. It's taken And then they had potato. somebody Then they had their 1280p like well, it made. wasn't that they had their 1280p. They had somebody spend a lot of time. No, it was the, the these are two different things these and are two different cases. Um, you're right there, Ice Queen. One of those things was it was there was one that was digitally enhanced, but then there was another one that was blatantly changed and downgraded because it was actually in the in part of the trial or or when they asked to view, the jury asked to view it again. The defense or the prosecution pulled it up, and there were and th- this was live live streamed. You could see two video editing softwares in the same folder, and then the same file with two different timestamps, stamps, two different resolutions, and two different uh, um, size files. And the defense was given the lower the lower size file, and the prosecution had a file. Basically, the defense was like, "This video, you can't make any case for it, so we're not even going to like plead a case around it." And then the, the 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 prosecution basically said, "Well, our version is better quality." And right there, that was like, "What the fuck?" I mean, I'm not yeah. shocked in the way that the whole case was handled, but so. And then I think uh, uh, this case was kind of. I think that, I almost feel like this case was like a, a media distraction because it didn't fit the real narrative of you know the, the racism aspect when you had the Ahmad Aubrey case going on at the same time where you had basically three white dudes running down a black guy, shot him and killed him. And yeah. that results that one resulted in a a very Guilty justified yeah. conviction on all three accounts. Well, that one was also a much the, the different big difference is there was the amount of break case had just happened and it was done very quickly and the the Rittenhouse stuff had been Actually, Ahmad Aubrey happened prior to Rittenhouse, what? but it came yes. I, it came to light after the fact of the Rittenhouse case, and the case was going on at the exact. They were, it was going on at the exact same time, but somehow Rittenhouse case, like the the, the I, then, I thought the Amon Aubrey case started after the Rittenhouse trial. N- no, the the video the trial itself. Uh, it was going on at the exact same time, and it was a week. I know later. they were going on but i thought rittenhouse started sooner uh, rittenhouse did start first but they didn't live stream the ahmad Aubrey case they didn't do any of that stuff they like so it, oh, yeah. the narrative of trying to make kyle rittenhouse look like something that it wasn't there was i mean you had blm protests uh, protests large bml uh, blm protests at his trial but you didn't really have any at a, a true like you know, if you wanted to make a case for like a racist group of people killing somebody it didn't fit when all three victims were, you know, of Kyle Rittenhouse were white when you had a, a three white men chase down a a black man and kill him. It doesn't fit it. The whole thing was, it was just uproar for whatever. Mm-hmm. In general, I think the main media outlets fucking suck. Correct. Uh, all of them. <gasps> we, the, just the main mm-hmm. ones? I'm pretty sure all of, all of, and then, all of yeah, them now. There are some that are like legit and actually do real reporting instead of uh, sensationalism or opinion. Which, like, which one is that? There's sm- it's going to be smaller ones. Like, you know what I mean? Like smaller to me. It's Most of them are all owned not- by larger conglomerates. I would say that the independence on the independent yeah. analysts or um, commentators or stuff like that on the internet who, who aren't like um, Tim cast is one that I'll listen to on occasion. Uh, he's very, he's, he's, very center line. Um, his personal views actually take him in a more or more liberal, but he's kind of very letter of the law. 
Like he, he, if he does a podcast on the Rittenhouse outcome, then I'm like, man, I, I, I couldn't agree with a lot of what he said, but he brought up a lot of the facts in it and he does videos and he does multiple podcasts. So I think the independents are actually gaining steam and are, are more honest than, than the news media because they have an agenda, or at least if the, the independents are going to have an agenda, they're like, Hey, this is what I believe. Typically this is where it is. It's opinion, but their opinion is almost more factually based than some of the large media outlets. Oh, I mean, I would, I would say you're accurate and a hundred percent with the, like, organized media outlets i mean during the rittenhouse trial one of the big i, I want to say msnbc but i could be wrong got they, kicked out yes the last couple days out. because they sent a news van to follow the jury mm-hmm. they were yeah, trying to fucked. they were trying to expose the jury because they weren't uh what's the word where they're basically in secret um, yeah, it was like a it was like a closed jury. Yeah, yeah, where you basically nobody can find the identity out of the jurors, but this that wasn't the case. Sequestered, the jury wasn't sequestered, um, so they they were able to they could have found the you know the identities a lot easier, and that's why they banned them because they sent and they they used a contracted employee to go do this. Um, that that's crap. I mean, what what's the other cases that are going on right now that are like faded into the background? You've got Jesse Smollett. Oh, the- the chick for the Gis- chick that was Gislaine Gis- Maxwell. The, yes, um, Gis- I was like, "What's her fucking name?" Ah, uh, Gislaine. So that case, I would love for that case to be live streamed. <laughs> Not going to happen. I'd love for the Jesse Smollett case to be live streamed. I, that's actually, I think that one might be the case. Um, that one is just—I don't know how they're going f- to defend him. Like the dude. Which one is that? I know that name, but I can't. So think Jesse of Smollett was yeah. the 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 actor the from actor. Empire. Oh, yes, yes. And he yes. faked a racial attack for publicity and he paid the guys to attack him and then sat there, like, like the whole well, storyline. Like, didn't he say like they were in, in MAGA hats or like yeah, all kinds of Yeah, he said of, it like, was, it was a bunch of white guys that were at two o'clock in the morning in the city in of Chicago North. that attacked him. As he was in, during during the coldest day in the last five years at two o'clock in the morning, it was during the the um, yeah, and I I want it, like the polar vortex, or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, it's, and I want to say it was in River North, it, it, two o'clock. Like in everything the morning. he said about what he happened, I was like, it doesn't happen there. <laughs> bro went to bro went to uh, he went to he went to to Subway to get a sandwich. He uh, allegedly gets attacked. Uh, keeps the sandwich and walks home and sits at home with a noose around his neck as he um as he's you know calling the cops the cops get there and they say uh can we go through your phone to to check things out and he's like no <laughs> because there's conversation i no doubt there were conversations. like the dude faked it and that one I fell had off totally forgotten about that yeah, yeah and that's two i mean that's two years before that, that was trial before happened. COVID. Yeah, and then you've got or, yeah, Gislaine Maxwell or whatever Gislaine. I don't know what the fuck her name is. That that I case think Gislaine is before is that too. Yeah, Gislaine is very fitting. Um, so that's that's kind of like where where like I don't know things with some of these these trials that are going on right now. I'd love to be like kind of you know watching those. Obviously, I don't have time to do that or anything like that. I'd like to sit during the day and watch it. Um, but it, I, I, like I said, I would suggest personally, I would suggest finding somebody who, um, maybe an independent to, to watch some of their commentary on it, to get a different perspective on it. And I always encourage somebody to watch somebody that they probably disagree with, uh, to, to watch their commentary as well. Even if it like gets you pissed off, that's, that's cool. Um, I know another current I mean, event you to talk to, so I don't yeah. have to do that. Uh, CNN just banned um, or they they suspended Chris Cuomo indefinitely. I heard. But this is also news because CNN was actually recently purchased by someone, uh, a a new conglomerate. And the new CEO basically said, we need to go back to being journalists instead of opinion artists or something to that fact. So he wants he wants the network to go back to its heyday when it was it was news and because most of the networks now are very they're very opinion you've yeah. got these hosts that are giving their opinion on on the information or as you like facts as they they see them rather than hey 
such and such a person was arrested here. Like there's, there's specifically like you can see like in certain cases where the media will tell you what race somebody was. And in other cases, they won't tell you what race somebody was. And the, the, the things that are involved, instead of saying, hey, this man of this name and at this age was involved in a shooting or a man well, of this. And that's the crazy thing, because like, OK, so I was at the gym earlier today and I was on the treadmill and I see two, you know, there's Fox on one CNN on the other. And I'm like watching the one I'm watching the other one. And it's funny to see the differences in their stories and like how they're, you know, just the headlines. Yeah. And, and how they're like, you know, their closed captions were on. So I'm like reading the one that going back and it's funny to see like the clear bias on both. And then I think something came up and, Oh, it's, I was, uh, I was on my phone when I was like, doing something i don't know what the fuck i was doing but imager i went on there and the first post on for the day that i saw was uh about former representative uh his name was johansson i want to say he was out of maine or somewhere up in the northeast and anyways his wife like he was a big anti uh mask anti like big you know pro like people's freedoms and stuff and so he was very much so outspoken against a lot of the COVID stuff and vaccine mandates and stuff like that. Well, anyways, his wife passed from COVID earlier, mm-hmm. right? And I, I want to say she passed a few months ago. I, I was reading up on it a little bit. But the whoever had put this out there basically made it into a meme kind of and was like all the comments on it were, were awful, right? Like, I mean, they were they were like, like, it's it's fucked up. Like, I get it. People are going to be opinionated one way or the other. But. The whole thing on it was like the guy's wife died from COVID and he was very anti COVID so or anti like not anti vax, but like vax mandates and anti mask. And so all these people are like, see, so got what he deserved and all this stuff. And so it said he like uh, stepped down from being the representative because his wife died from COVID. And basically people were like, oh, see, he finally like learned his lesson, or, like whatever, all the shit. Well, I looked into it because I'm like, I wonder why, like, if that's actually why he stepped down. No, he stepped down because when his wife passed, she had a lot of farmland. And he actually said, like, I can't actually represent my constituents properly, properly because I have to go take care of this farm now. Right. Like, that's what he said. Like, he's like, Mm -hmm. because of my wife's death. But the way it was paraphrased on this thing, you know what I mean? Like, it was twisted to basically be like. Like he learned his lesson for, because his wife died of, and it, I'm like, that's so fucked up because you know what I mean? Like people are, I don't know, just people, people in general. Are, they take, people are shitty. They're and, shitty and they twi- twist shit just to try to like prove their point. Even if they cut out the last like, you know, fucking 10 words that actually changed the entire meaning of that. It's like, because, you know, he had to go take care of the farm. Yeah, you, you take like, excerpts out and you can, you can change anything with it. And that's, that's been the mm-hmm. case over a long time. It's like. It's like the media doesn't realize that we can actually watch full-length footage, um, mm-hmm. but they understand that most of us are are too lazy to actually go do that. So they can take they can take a a you know a minute and twenty seconds and give you twenty five seconds of it and and clip it together to make it look terrible. And this can be done either side, uh, and and you know, make an opinion out of it. Just looking at it that way, instead of going back and spending that minute 20 and actually actually watching the whole, uh, you know, minute 20 and being like, no, that's not actually what happened. Like that's, that's just bits, what you want it to sound like. So that's, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I don't know. And then there's, now there's another, there's another case of self-defense in Texas. Um, uh, so from what I understand, this guy uh, goes to his ex-wife's house to pick his son up at the appointed time because you can watch the video and you hear him say, I, he's, I pick him up at 3.15, I'm here, I want my son. And there, an argument ensues, the the uh, ex-wife's spouse or, or boyfriend, I think it's his boyfriend who's very well, um, you know, big named in the, in their community comes out with uh, what looks like to be about an AR-9. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, a, an assault rifle um, looking weapon. Uh, they get into a little scuffle and then the 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 father grabs the barrel and kind of like puts it off to the, pushes it off to the side and then pushes the guy. And there was clearly a size difference between the two. Then the guy takes a couple of steps back 
And in the frame, the father's not coming at him. You can't see the other the other guy coming at him. But this guy shoots him two or, th- or two or three times. I can't remember. But he hit it. He, he he it was basically dead within a minute or two because of where he hit him. I don't know where he hit him, but he shot him with this AR. He shot. The, so the father got shot. The father got shot trying to pick up his son. I was just making court, sure I was yeah, understanding. At okay. the court appointed time, and this guy's like, I mean, it's Texas, so there's a lot of, you know, if you're on my land whatever i tell you to leave i can do it but the difference is he's he's going to be trying to claim self-defense in this which i don't think is going to stand up because of the situation like to think that was he was in an immediate threat threatened scenario he hadn't really been attacked he initiated the the you know the 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 forward i don't think it's going to hold up i mean but texas law is texas law is, is different than texas law is definitely a little different the other thing is is like that's I mean, unfortunately, that does have some very serious, similar things to what happened with Rittenhouse, because that's going to be one of the biggest things that comes out with Rittenhouse is that, and other than the charges and things, but that you can't really necessarily always claim, like, self, like be, if you're going to claim self-defense, even though the other person is unarmed. Like, there's there's things that, because of that trial will be used as reference points that are going to be very unique to see how they if um, I, I change things. I can I can agree that 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 may be the, the perspective of of some of the people. But so like for Rittenhouse, the initial interaction, he was being chased by a guy mm-hmm. who threatened him earlier in the evening. Mm-hmm. And had a plastic bag. Yes. He's also a lot larger he he also so the the different the biggest that's what i'm saying like there's a lot of things that are like those same kind of it's it's a how you view it if you if you watch some of the evidence and the the drone footage so rittenhouse was running from this guy and then a third party shot a gun rittenhouse is running he's not looking behind him but as soon as he hears the gunshot which was in close proximity at that point in time he turned and then shot um Rosenbaum and that was that was the first thing and then you know after that the crowd ensued they tried to go after him I, I know I'm I get yeah. I, I'm not so that's that's I'm not arguing like, either way I'm just saying it's gonna because of certain similarities in if, things if you oh, watch the video I, I I don't want it, it I have yeah. oh the, or, no not the Rittenhouse one the the Texas one. oh it watch oh, the Texas one there's not a lot of similarities um, I'm not saying in in specifics because obviously that's going to be in daylight one person one person standing in front of each other, but I'm talking about from a legal stand like the thing that will be the biggest thing about the the Rittenhouse case I think that will come of it is its ability to be called into evidence and other things and the fact that it will be used in law um classes yeah. for the rest of time in all different ways in tort law in like the way it was handled in I think how they're, they're going to take how the, the defense handled it how the prosecution did <laughs> they're going to be like yeah. don't do what the prosecution did <laughs> or the defense they were both idiots i mean the defense literally at at one point like even the way they would like object to things between either and both not one or the other but like it wasn't like objection that's hearsay it was like objection he's just saying shit like that's the way they were they weren't using proper like some of the objections that they were objecting to was because the the defense or the prosecution like the big things I, that I came, said on both sides I did yeah no, well so the, the defense's objections in that case were uh, the prosecution was bringing was violating constitutional right on like three different things You're so not listening to what I'm saying but way to talk over me and tell me I'm wrong I'm not telling I'm I'm bringing okay what are the other objections in what scenarios I'm just of saying the case? in general there were objections that were happening by both the defense and the prosecution where instead of saying objection for this for hearsay or objection that's um you know I I don't know the exact term but instead of like normally as a lawyer you would say objection that's this or objection that's this legal term they would just be like objection cuz he's not allowed to say that like they weren't handling it as lawyers are supposed to in a well, court the, case i know that's the judge had given both sides like they cuz they always do that in court cases and shit and like there's you know the, the judge had like laid out like okay this is acceptable this isn't and i remember mm-hmm. when the judge blew up at the the prosecution mm-hmm. he was like 
I fucking told you guys, basically, like I told you, and mm-hmm. you're still trying to do this, but I told you that was inadmissible here in court. And yeah, you're trying I'm just, to use, yeah, they were, but all this I different mean, stuff they were doing, it was I, just, I, I it, they weren't saying, being professional like the, in a yeah, lot there's of ways. Like the, uh, sort of of a reverence proper to the terminology like yeah well there, there's usually like a, a reverence in the courtroom where it's like mm-hmm. you know but yeah well and like in my thought process which i'm not obviously a lawyer and obviously a lot of what we know about that is from movies and tv and things but if in my brain like if i'm a lawyer and i say objection hearsay or object like that's the one i can think of off the top of my head or whatever but like leading the witness like the proper terms for what it Conjecture, is yes and, and but like if you just say like objection this and it's not what it is like in my brain that doesn't like it's not a proper objection but, you're not okay allowed to I'm, say I'm devil's advocate is it because we've watched tv that we expect that and it's not really the the i know there's there's a, a quorum to the court i have a lot of friends that are attorneys and so we discussed a lot of the the like aspects of it from just a lawyer's perspective of like and they're not they're not necessarily criminal lawyers, but uh, like the thought process of like how you are supposed to handle yourself in a courtroom, how you're supposed like the proper yeah. terms for things, things of that nature. We talked a lot about that stuff because it it wasn't necessarily we wanted to talk about the court the the case itself and like opinion on whether or not I because I work in a you know building where there's a lot of professionals also and stuff. So people would come in. We have it on TV the whole time. It's a it's a point of conversation in the bar a lot, and and but not necessarily because people want to talk about their individual personal opinions and politics of it. So yeah. it was very interesting to get so many perspectives also from some of these people who are lawyers who are like the like the mind blownness from their perspective of how poorly it was handled as lawyers. I'm in a group chat with a a buddy of mine, and it's yeah. He's a DA here in uh, Illinois, and it's just one of those things where it's funny. Like, when it was going on, people were going back and forth on it, and, you know, and everyone's got their own views and shit. And his A lot of it, his, though, was based off personal opinion on, on the case, right. you know, like. But his, he was kind of what you were talking about, where he was like, he basically said it, like, was making a mockery of the courtroom. And, like, he's like, it's really like he's like these guys like the he he was actually like the prosecution should be fucking like they should never get work again because they were so shit but he was like kind of like you said that he uh i think he used the term where it was like uh fuck what's the term that he used it was like he he expected benny hill music to be going on i think he said something like that right where it, was it was like just and like, i feel the like the defense was doing here? a lot of the same like just it was just the like irreverence for or non-irreverence because no irreverence you're right irreverence for like the the properness of how to handle yourself in a court like i mean i've gone i've been in court just for like traffic court or something or a speeding ticket where somebody like walks up and says something or like has their hat on and the fucking bailiff will be like you want to go to jail today like you show respect when you're in this place to this person and so you know whether it's necessarily the right way or not like it's this like how do you act this way as professionals in your job like and ex- I, I mean obviously like yeah some of them probably should well, going not back to jobs. the going back to that that case that you were talking about um i was thinking about it and it's as far as self-defense goes it is uh, the way i've always understood it it's the disparity of force you're allowed to use equal force and mm-hmm. the disparity of force is based on number of attackers as well as size so like a female like a little female could use a gun against the guy even if he had a weapon if he was larger and it would be less of a charge yeah well no she might she or less of a yeah right she could say like well no i i used this i needed to defend myself yeah you know like that that's the disparity of force because he obviously like big guy physically stronger now with that said if she turned out to be a fucking you know jiu-jitsu and like yeah but like black belt and all the shit and she's like trained in krav maga and whatever and then she uses a gun they the prosecution could say well no you could have defended yourself without that so it is interesting how like like you said it it is kind of an opinion based okay well is that a fair use of force to equal out you know the the 
uh, right. Uh, if you're attacker, bigger than me you know? and I'm I'm scared of you, does that give me enough right to say that? Oh, I'm allowed to use a a weapon ver- against you versus could I actually defend myself? Yeah, physically to you. Well, and that and that was some of the I remember seeing some of that stuff of on the Rittenhouse case. Some people were like. He didn't have to use a gun like he should have like I remember it was actually like one of the main news networks. They said he should have like physically fought the guy instead of using his gun. Right. Rosenbaum, the first one that was chasing him. Mm-hmm. They were like, he should have fought him. And it's like. I, it's, I don't you know what I mean? Like, I don't I wasn't there. It's not me. I don't fucking know. Like if I'm like, man, I might get my ass beat, my gun taken or, you know, I might get mobbed by people. Like fuck yeah. that! I'm do. Like, I mean, ultimately, after, my survival a- matters. I had, I definitely had a very different opinion after seeing all of the footage. Also, like, there's so much hearsay in it. Right. But yeah. then, if you, if you, when I watched the footage, I was actually like, okay, I, I see why they went with self defense. Yeah. Why they went with active shooter? <clears throat> that was for headlines because yeah. he quite obviously was not an active shooter. Yeah, and, and to say that he went there to like mow people down. Like as well as yeah, some of the headlines, like no, he was there for hours and didn't do anything. I mean, um, at the same time, there's still the argument of why would you bring such an intense like weapon that could do that if you weren't planning on using it? I think like I, there's there's both sides arguments on that. And you know, my like, my big thing is the last guy who got shot, Gage Gro- Grosskreutz, the one that was the arm, lost right? his arm, right? Convicted felon, had a gun. Why was that not like a thing? He, like he should not. Ha- he had no right to have his, the gun. He, he has his own charges being yeah. brought against him. So, but that was wasn't one of the main the, the main crime or main talking points. Is why was a convicted felon there with a handgun? They 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 they, they tried to manipulate the I mean, headlines. He's gonna he's gonna get oh uh, definitely. But that guy will probably get sentenced for having that, and it will probably I mean, be reduced because he was a state's witness. Yeah, um, of course. On on one one more point that I I want to say is like during the video of Rittenhouse and that that last like two instances, Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. If you watch closely, as like watching like a trained eye, like Rittenhouse pointed his gun at him, and Gage Grosskreutz paused for a second, and he put his hands up, and then when he when he when Rittenhouse moved his rifle in another direction, he reached for his pistol and then brought it back out, and that's when he got shot. That shows that Rittenhouse was like, I, okay, he's not a threat. But as soon as that that pistol came back out, he he reassessed and he was a threat. And that's that's like my my big like that. Yeah, that that whole secondary where they were chasing him down. I, all of that I can say after watching it, I would agree with that. That was self defense. Now, did it necessarily need to be still? To that level, not necessarily, but there were people coming at him with weapons, with mm-hmm. things that were attacking him, and he still wasn't just blindly shooting any of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. he he wasn't. So... Rosenbaum, whether or not he was bigger, whether he heard a gun, whatever, he shot the guy four times. Like, that one I could see where they were trying to go for a different charge. That one was a little different. This was this was another one of those things where had they brought different charges, they probably would have gotten... He probably would have got a conviction. Um, I want to do... I want to switch... switch you know, runs real quick. So uh, this runs? Uh, switch yes. switch routes, whatever, real quickly. Uh, pull hot an route. audible. Hot route. Um, hot route, right? Um, so there was a story that I read recently about this girl and her husband. So they'd been dating. It was a long distance relationship. Uh, they finally had moved in together and they were going to go to his parents' uh, Thanksgiving. And the girl and like her mother was cook or his mother was cooking, doing everything and all that stuff. And then the girl basically said, I'm just going to bring my own meal. I'm going to bring my own food. And so her, her justification was that she was going to bring her own food because she was always tired of eating the same thing on Thanksgiving and doing all of these things. Like it's, oh, it's always the same stuff. I just want to bring my own food, like a single serving of for one person of her own choice. So uh, is the guy is like, no, that's that's okay. If you want to make your own food and do your own thing for Thanksgiving, that's fine. You can stay here. And he actually left her at home. What do you? Th- who would you side with in this situation? Would you side with the guy who left his girlfriend to go to his parents' house to eat where his mom was 
you know, cooking everything? Or would you side with the girlfriend and say she should have brought her own? And it wasn't like she had allergies. It wasn't like she had How any. How long were they dating? I, I, I think the article doesn't specify, but if I had to guess, it was like over a year to two years. It seemed like they were together for a little bit of time. Hmm. Regardless of time. No, that's weird. Go eat other people's food. That's rude. I'm with I'm with the the husband the, the boyfriend, not the husband. I'm with I mean, the husband or the boyfriend on this one because the same thing. Like it's one day a year. Suck it up. Like if you want to try different foods, fucking do it. Any other you have 364 other days of the year. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That sucks. Like even if you're, you're even if, if you're, you're like, okay, diet. come along, bring your food, weirdo. And like, you know, eat your shit and then everyone's going to think you're an asshole. I, I think this article also specified this was going to be the first time meeting his parents. No, she's not. That. So crazy. it's kind of like throwing up her, her middle fingers to the yeah, family. Just like, fuck you guys. And then and then during the dinner. So to to, to, to carry on with it during the dinner and his travel, because it was like an hour or two drive. She was texting him the entire time, belittling him, calling him selfish, calling him all of these different things. Who knows if the relationship actually pulled through after this, but I think I think I would side God, with him. I hope not. So yeah. I thought there'd be I like mean, a- now if she was like, hey, I know we usually do turkey and ham. I'm going to mix it up and I'm going to bring some like beef bulgogi or like some like tandoori chicken for everyone. Yeah, yes. Like, OK, fuck it. Like, come along. I don't care. Like, we'll be the weirdos with crazy food. Like, maybe people cool. maybe it'll be the hit. But yes, that's if that's it's true. like I'm going to bring my like Big Mac for me and literally spit on you guys like, fuck it, that. and that's the thing. Like, so there, there were comments on it and and basically people were like saying that, like, hey, if you want to bring bring something for everyone, even if it's different and nobody eats it, make enough that everybody can try your different food or whatever it is. Like, even if even if you brought like two or three sides and all you ate was the two or three sides you could have that that would at least you you know hey this is what i was doing or you could made it made the gesture of like oh let me try a little bit of this and i mean you could have you could have come up with so many different it ways to handle like the situation it sounds like she just didn't want to fucking be there or doesn't like his family for whatever reason cuz like that's that to me that the only way around that is like it's her being like fuck that like i don't want to deal with this shit i almost yeah, that's kind of weird i could almost see it as like her trying to manipulate him and like it's it, a lot. There's so there's many so many going that. That's weird. So I think I think with that uh, we we covered quite a bit of different things. Uh, we didn't. Oh, even... I had I had one. Okay, I had one. What was that? that? I wondered if you'd heard about. So today, officially, New York City opened the first government-approved supervised drug injection site. Oh, they've, they've been doing I that in San Francisco for years. Mm. Yeah. No, this is the first government-approved one in. The U.S. Is it state government or federal government? Because most of these, so the the state the state government of California has has had like San Francisco has had federal or state approved injection sites and like needle exchanges and all sorts of stuff where basically not needle exchanges. This no, is you can go and do illegal drugs without being arrested. They yeah in the site they have that in San Francisco where basically they have they even have medical professionals on duty in case yeah. you overdose. So that's it. It's been going on in San Francisco for a little while too. I didn't hear about the one in New York, but it's it's definitely been something in San Francisco for a long time. No, it's been. Let's see. Hmm. Denver, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Seattle have proposed them. They've never opened. So New York got it to open. Really? I thought. Yeah. San apparently, Francisco apparently was- they're saying every four hours someone dies of a drug overdose in New York City, and so they're trying it's to like, really bad it. right now. Really bad. Manhattan is bad. It's crazy. Uh, I don't have any love lost for that situation. That's awful. I I mean, it's a choice. It is until it isn't. Okay. I mean, so is is obesity. Like, it, it is until it isn't, and then you can make a conscious choice to try and change it. I know, but like what I'm saying is like addiction to certain substances, it's not that easy. You physically get sick. You yeah. physically can't. That's why these site, this is being proposed because that's that bad. I mean, we've had me- like methadone clinics have been around for a long time too. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm it's, saying, but I think this is a big deal. This is the first I don't, I, government I, approved. I site. would disagree with it. I think it's a bad idea. 
I think it's a bad idea. Well, I mean, in it's happened in other countries and it's cut down on that because then they have a place to go and as well as then people are they able to help them and maybe get them into other programs and things because they're not just out on the street doing things. Okay, I mean that's fair. I, I I'd I'd love to see if you have like any more like information on it. Send it yeah, over. Yeah, I'll show you some because I want to read about it to see if it's if because there there have been like different ways of handling prisons and and basically um, I watched a documentary on it. I can't remember it, but there was a documentary that basically they 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 sent um, drug addicts to and it cost less than so because I think it was in comparison to some of the things and some of the policies that are going on in. Portland and like Washington in general, Portland, um, uh, Seattle and San Francisco basically proving like in these other different states, they're handling cases differently and they're sending these these people to to, uh, you know, clinics rather than, you know, prison time or, you mm-hmm. know, releasing them right back to the streets. And they're actually the recovery is like 40 percent more people stay clean after going through this like prison slash program than in San Francisco, or, or the numbers might even be more. So I'd love to see a policy like that. I think that's the type of reform we need. Like, yes, you are, cor- you are absolutely correct. At some point, the addiction is absolutely real. And it is a very hard to overcome on your own. Um, Especially with certain, like, obviously, like certain drugs. Yeah. Are, like, oh, I'm, I'm a pothead, man. Like, it's an addiction, but it's not going to probably kill you. I, I think that addiction is even more... I don't even. I, I would venture to guess the physical addiction to pot isn't isn't is like not. It's it'd be like caffeine almost. Yeah. So it's it's like oh three days like I'm cool. But whereas like some of the withdrawals of of like heroin and fentanyl could kill and, the actual withdrawals yeah. could kill you. So I mean I I agree. I I think the site if it's if I think you know what saying like I I would I would say if I had to choose between. An injection site and a needle exchange site. I'd say needle exchange site. Hey, if you have problems, let me tell you about this program. This is what we offer, right? But you're still going to go do your thing. You're still going to take your drugs. You're still going to do all that stuff. Um, in the end of the day, somebody has to pay for these facilities and somebody has to pay for the medical attention that is required of these people after the fact for a choice that they are making. The same thing is with with, with the obesity. Like I, I think that people, I, I'm, I think I've said this many times. I believe in personal responsibility. If you make shitty choices, the consequences are something that you should live through. Like I like to drink. I, I, I don't like to like I've watched plenty of friends get DUIs and stuff like that. I think if you know, if I go out and I get a DUI, that's my consequence. If I go, mm-hmm. if I drink something, there was an article the other day, some dude uh, recently around here in like Lyle or Winfield, the dude was doing 122 miles an hour on a road, hit a car and killed three people. Like Face the consequences, man. That's and his blood alcohol level was 0.142. Like, no, like I, I'm sorry. Like Almost you you made the choice to you made the choice to drink. You 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 hit that car. If you choose to make like we all went through dare. I think dare we I've, we talked about this. I think dare is a bad thing because you you get you get to see all these different drugs and then you're like oh, don't want to do that one don't want to do that one I'll try that yeah, one that one not, sounds they're fun they're not actually they're not actually shown the way they're supposed to be no and this is and I think it's like the old like this is your brain this is your brain on drugs I think my oh. dare my dare they showed us the drugs they showed like they had a briefcase with an officer that showed us what the drugs actually looked like no they did not do that I went to private school but um they also like used to tell you that marijuana was going to, you know, like gateway drug. Now it's, li- it's you know, yeah. Drug. Oh yeah. Well, not even necessarily a gateway drug. They used to even still be like, you know, you're not going to be able to do, you're not going to graduate. You're not going to do this. You're not going to be able to, you can't function as a human. Yeah, listen, I and now it's be legal able to get off the couch. But yeah, I think, it. I think, I think the program had, had good, like a, like, in practicality, it was a scare tactic for children. Yeah, and I, I don't think yeah. it worked because we figured out it was it was lies. And I think that's I mean you could full circle like you can watch the media and figure out a lot of shit is lies too. It's the same way that trying to preach abstinence right over information. Uh, you know what I mean? Like actually informing people of how things work because there there are still some places in the U.S. where a lot of people don't realize. That can cause pregnancy. This can cause, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, they don't. They're not fully aware of like shit because they're not being taught properly. They're just being told don't have sex, and it's like, 
that doesn't do, you know what I mean? There's still going to be like hormonal urges and shit. And once people mm-hmm. are like, Hey, this feels pretty fucking good. Whereas if you actually give education and, and you provide, you know, yeah. Input, Cause then they don't know. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I think correct. I, you know what? I think if you had to change it, I think if you change the way things were being taught and, and actually were informative instead of the scare tactic, it could bring it down. Like, Hey, you know, if you taught, like, what are the effects of heroin? Like, Sure, like these are the positives, but here's the list of all the fucking negatives that you go through. And I think in that scenario, I think the truth would scare a kid. Yeah, I know. So Portugal in 2001, I was just doing a little research because I knew it was one of the European countries. In 2001, they decriminalized all, all drugs, like any drug use. They were one of the first countries to do they that, were right? The, yeah. Yeah, one of the first, yeah. But the first. Yeah. Uh one of the first. There other places have done it, but it was years ago. Isn't Amsterdam? But anyways No. It's not legal in Amsterdam. There are places you can smoke weed in a coffee shop, get it from a coffee shop, but technically There it's are certain illegal. yeah, and you can do hallucinogens and there's certain yeah. drugs. Okay. But, so the, this is all So Portugal them. in two thousand one decriminalized and their whole thing was like, hey, we're gonna just let people do whatever they want. They're uh the one of the studies said in 2015, they've actually seen an 18% decrease in cost to the basically average taxpayer for drug misuse, right? Um, just just from basically education, and they've actually seen a lower amount of hard drug use because it's no longer as taboo, and like you know, you could get it if you want it, but. Uh, Norway in 2017, they proposed it. I don't know if it's gone through yet, but I remember hearing about this a few years ago. They wanted to do the same system. And instead of doing fines and jail time um, for people that were you know, addicted to hard drugs, they wanted to give them medical treatment centers and education. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing is educating people. Like you said, on mm-hmm. hey, here's what could happen. You know, like the fucking crocodile shit that people were like injecting and like. It was, yeah. you know, necrotizing their arms or wherever the fuck they were injecting. And they were like, oh, whatever, it's cheap, which is fucked up. But if you were like, hey, you don't want to do this because this is what happens, you know, when right. someone's like, they're not going to do it. They're, like, chances are they're not going to do it. Like, well, it's the same that, like, we keep raising ages on stuff. And in Europe, you know, you can legally drink at a much lower age and they have way less DUIs and they have way less people who are dealing with those same things because it's just it's more normalized in a way it's not this like hey i gotta wait and then go binge drink when i'm 18 and then you know yeah yeah i think i think there's i i I agree um but i also think that it 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 should be more localized uh within the population right um because like even go like europe is not the same size as the u.s but then yeah. you've got these different uh, microcosms of, of you know, uh, like uh, Spain is not the same as France. And then you've got the UK is not the same from there. It's kind of like saying I, I'd like Spain is able to have their own rules. The UK is allowed to have their own rules. Whereas we try to do things such on such a big scale in the US that it doesn't fit all the populations. Right, I think if you left... States. For sure, yeah, but Look. but that's this the state breakdown is different for cigarettes. For I mean, drinking is as a mm-hmm. whole the whole country. But. I still want to see a goddamn federal decriminalization on cannabis and marijuana. Like, yeah, it fuck. needs to happen. I like, I I think it'll eventually happen. It's 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 gaining headway that it'll eventually happen. They're, and they're going to save idiots. so much money after on it. after seeing what Den like Colorado did as a whole from the beginning Tax and it. the. They're the way they well, but their tax on it still isn't as high as ours. Right. The Although other, the other crazy part is like, we have a Illinois we have went a, down. to what? Uh, it went when? down like thirty percent this year. No, it did not. Yes, it did. Yeah, the cannabis tax of what it was. It went down thirty percent from what it was initially. No, it can't have. So that's like saying if it was ten yes, percent, it it's seven percent. Right. But it was like four. It was like thirty six percent tax, wasn't it? But it was also different for medical versus recreational. Well, medical doesn't have a tax. Okay. That's what the perk of having a medical card is. Uh, It's like 30%. So that would be down 
Um, I'm seeing six point two five, but I know it, it dropped down. But I know they have a bunch of different breakdowns based on the THC level. Well, I also know like it. A, a lot of the stuff when you look it up is like this is how much of the percent of the tax goes to this, and this yeah. is. A, I don't give a fuck about that. I want to know how much you're actually taxing me. Yeah, but I think uh, I think with all that being said, <laughs> till next time. <laughs> Sorry about Sorry. your feelings. Pew 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 pew. pew, pew. Pew. Smoke weed every day. I don't smoke. Yeah. Pew pew.